Broadcasting live across Edinburgh, throughout Scotland and around the world. This is freshair.org.uk. Love music? We've got your playlist. Love art? We've got your must-seems and your reading list. Love sport? We've got the score, whatever your field. Love to be in the know? We've got news for you. Love radio? Love freshair.org.uk. Interviews with the stars. Hi, this is Nina Nesbitt, and you're listening to Fresh Air. Christina Queens, it's a pleasure. Online and on the TuneIn Radio app. For live listening, playback, and podcast. For whenever. Yes. Cod nights with the best new DJs. Yes, this is good. Get up with breakfast. Get smart with the team shows. Get curious with the niche. Get ready for a showstopper. On freshair.org.uk. This is Edinburgh's student radio station. I would listen to this. This is Fresh Air!
Hello, hello, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Pop X Pop. This is the only show on Fresh Air you really need to listen to for all the amazing pop music goodness. Uh, I am Michael Forward and the song you were just listening to was Prom Night by Anna Managuchi with some amazing vocals from Bianca Raquel. I mentioned this song of Bianca Raquel last week because I wasn't really able to find anything else about her apart from this song. But I really want to show it off because I absolutely love this song. And if you loved it, then stay tuned because we've got some Namasenda on the way that's uh, very similar, in my opinion. So that song was from uh, their album Endless Fantasy, which came out back in 2013 now. And for a long time, that was like their only, uh, or that was their latest, uh, like, official album. They did, like, this uh, Capsule Silence project. I'm not entirely sure if that, like, if they count that as um, an album or not, but I guess it technically does. But they came out with um, a definitely real proper album (laughs) uh, called USA. It came out in October last year, which uh, is quite different um, in style compared to Endless Fantasy. Um, Endless Fantasy was much more, like, dance music. And they were going to be touring... Um, with the USA album but then a lot of it had to be cancelled because of uh, the current situation I remember like that was um, they cancelled it like right before like it was really starting to like be taken seriously um, in countries like the UK and America so it's one of, it's one of those I remember the day that they announced they were cancelling like their UK and EU dates and stuff was the same day that I think um, my tickets to Poppy got uh, cancelled as well. And that was like back in like the middle of March or something, uh, just before uh, the university shut down and stuff. So whenever I think about uh, Anima Naguchi nowadays, it's always like, oh yeah, they were going to be touring and then you know, like COVID happened, as with like many, many other bands and uh, groups that were supposed to be touring. Uh, so another, actually, another artist that I was supposed to be going to see and then was never able to was Rina Sawayama, who I, I don't understand, I can't, I don't understand how I looked over her when I was doing my episodes two weeks ago on amazing albums that came out over lockdown and summer because Sawayama was, again, one of the ones that I loved the most. So I will be playing a song, it wasn't on the album, but is uh, remixed of the album. So if you are if you've been wanting some Rina Sawayama goodness while you listen to this show, then stay tuned for that later. But up next I've got Echo 2K with Pollen, which is another song that I spoke about a bit last week, but didn't actually get to play. So I'm going to play it for you just now. Um it's just such a such a pretty, pretty sounding song. Um yeah, I just love the guitars. I love his voice. I just love everything about it, really. So I know the first song was quite um, intense and quite exciting. I might make you want to dance. So hopefully this will also make you feel equally good, but in a more peaceful kind of way. Thank you. 
Isn't that just such such a beautiful sounding song? I think maybe I'm just dense, but it took me quite a few listens to realize they were singing in Swedish. I think like, to be honest, I don't really care or pay that much attention to like lyrics uh, compared to a lot of people that listen to music. So like, I was just thinking like, oh, I guess it's just like, you know, like the falsetto, it's just making it like hard to make out what he's saying, but no, he actually is singing in Swedish. So I mentioned earlier that we were going to be playing some Rina Sawayama on the show, and that time has come already. Um, it was a very, very uh, poor-sighted of me to not play it back in week one when I was going over the Summer on Lockdown albums, because Sawayama was, you know, one of those albums that I've really sort of, like, dug into and got obsessed with as well. Uh, it is her debut like full-length project it took me ages <laughs> to realize that like the connection between her first ep and this album is that the first ep was called rena and then the album is called sawayama and i just i didn't realize that until like one day i was like looking through my albums on spotify and they're just like right on top of each other and it's felt like rena sawayama and it's like oh my god that's so cool so it, yeah um Hopefully I'm not the only one that didn't realise that to begin with, but it took me a while. But yeah, I was really, really um, impressed with the album. As well, like, Rena is one of those artists that has just, like, zero bad music in her discography. I can't think of, like, a single track that isn't, like, just blown me away. So, like, the, the opening Dynasty is like really really powerful and Clarence Clarity does like amazing production all throughout the album. Um obviously STFU, I remember I really wanted to play that on uh the show last year. But again, like trying to radio edit it is just like there's not really much like the whole energy of the song just like would evaporate at that point. But that was another highlight, um, the mix of, like, metal and pop. And the, when she, like, turns that, like, crazy laugh into, like, into an actual, like, sung note, it's like, she really, really knows how to use her voice well. Uh, Comme des Garçons is, just has one of the most addictive, like, bass riffs um, I've heard in ages. I just... I love it so much. The remix of Pablo Vitar is also really, really good. Just like amazing, amazing energy throughout them. But I think I do slightly prefer the original. Just because I think the remix doesn't include like uh, one of the versions of the chorus or the like post chorus bit. And I think like the one that they don't include has like one of my like favorite rhymes in like the whole song. Uh, a song that I feel like uh, not a lot of people seem to speak about is like Paradisin. I think because I'm quite like inclined towards sort of like uh, video game music, as you might tell by me playing Anamanaguchi earlier. Um, I really liked Paradisin. I can understand that some people like didn't get the same appeal from it, but I really really liked it. Um, I have quite a high tolerance for like cheesy. Uh, pop stuff I think you kind of need to be kind of need to have a high tolerance for that stuff if you really want to 
like a lot of this stuff as much as I do. But even I have to like roll my eyes sometimes at like truck driver key changes. I'm pretty sure Paradise has one of those as well, but I'll, I'll let it slide. But the song that I really, uh, really um, didn't expect like that much or have such an emotional connection to was Chosen Family. But then, like, just because I was, like, back at home, you know, all my friends are at uni, I can only really, like, speak to people, like, online and stuff. So I was just thinking, like, so I was just thinking, like, all the time, oh, I can't wait uh, to get back to uni and to go see Irina Sawayama live and, like, to hear this song. And I'm just going to, like, sing and, like, cry my eyes out in the club. But that doesn't seem like it's going to be happening anytime soon because... At first I thought, like, you know, well, surely things will be back to normal by September. But then, you know, we're in October now, and it's basically back back where it was. So I'm not going to get to see her until March at the earliest. I can honestly see that getting pushed back as well. So it'll happen at some point, but I was really, really looking forward to that concert. But uh, the song I want to play... It's actually not on the album. It's the remix of XS. XS kind of took off, um, took off on social media once the music video came out, and there's a lot of buzz around it. A lot of heard of Rina before. Uh, finally, started listening to her. I'm not sure how many of them really like stuck around, or like you know like went to the album from, um, from listening to XS. But hopefully, you know, like if there's another big single that they like, um, they might like come back and then, you know, they realize, oh yeah, she'd also did that amazing song that I liked last summer. So uh, maybe I'll stick around and like see what else she's got. But this is the Excess remix with Brie Runway. We spoke about Brie Runway last week. If you want to know a bit, a bit more about her, you can listen to last week's episode. But, um, yeah, this is one of those remixes that... Uh, there's a few remixes that came out over the summer. Like the Savage one, which was like a complete rearrangement of the song. Uh, there was the Say So remix with Nicki Minaj, which was... Uh, there was like the one that came out first was just like... The, basically the original song. And then they very sloppily chucked in a Nicki Minaj verse that had a completely different production and then they released like the original version because apparently they changed it for like the first release because it got leaked and then they decided to like just like release the leaked version anyway because it was obviously the much better version but you know excess remix was another one another one of those that was basically just like the same song but with the feature having a verse slid in but you know i kind of um I feel like I mentioned last week, I kind of criticised some of the songs that came out like that, that didn't go to, like, the full uh, rearrangement lengths that the Star Wars remix did. But I like Rina a lot more than I like Doja Cat. So the XS remix is certified good IMO. Uh, the Say So remix, not so much. So I took that one 
more and more. Give me the biggest record bag and the Yorker tour. I see why everybody mad. I mean all of y'all. I mean all of y'all. I mean all of y'all. I'm the best and I put that on the Bible. Y'all shook when I step out of a rival. Ain't no type bitch. You call me my rival. Skin so rich it look like gold. Ain't no Fenty but I glow. They say Rina look like gold. Your wifey haters cause she know. Money, power, excess and more. But they can It's a ring on my finger, of course I said yes I ain't married to no man, I'm married to success Give me just a little bit, a little bit of Oh me, oh my So that was the XS remix uh, from Rina Sawayama and featuring Bree Runway. Uh, I think my favourite part of that song definitely is uh, the last few lines from Bree's uh, Bree's verse. I just love it so much, especially the way she ends it off. It's so satisfying. I know I, I mentioned earlier again in in the episode that I don't really care too much or pay attention to the lyrics like all that much. And while that is true, I can definitely appreciate them when they are good. And it's very easy to get caught up in like the excitement and excess of like pop music and free notes music especially. But the lyrics are definitely worth paying attention. Uh, but the lyrics are definitely worth paying attention to. Uh, she is really clever and so like good at using pop music to tackle sort of like issues with capitalism and consumerism and especially on Comde Garçon's kind of like um, tackling issues of gender and like masculinity and sort of using like the sort of like brainwashing power of like pop music that like takes over your whole body to like persuade you and like convince you that like you know these messages are true because they are. But moving on, some exciting news that's come out this month is Twice are coming back with a new full-length album, their second uh, full-length album in Korean, because they've already got two in Japanese, but this is their second full-length one in Korean, it's called Eyes Wide Open, and the title track is called I Can't Stop Me. Now, I don't know about you, but to me that sounds like a really, really exciting title track. Um, it kind of like screams 
power to me. Um, and Breakthrough was another very like uh, powerful song of theirs. And I'm not expecting this to be like Breakthrough sonically based on what we've heard from like the teasers and stuff. But you know, that kind of like vibe is what like I'm really hoping for. And I really, I really can't wait. This is like the most exciting album announcement for me since like uh, Chromatica was being sort of like promoed. So I'm going to play some twice in a bit. I'm going to play Yes or Yes because that is one of my favorite title tracks of theirs. I love it so, so much. Um, the one thing about getting into twice that's kind of um that's maybe changed the way I think about dance and stuff um I never really like thought about it too much but I think Chromatica being a dance album sort of like opened my mind up to sort of like um or made me even sort of like care about dance a bit more and then once getting into twice and then seeing like all the work they put in and just like thinking about dance as like um as really like a really technical skill that like needs to be practiced and um you know really worked on the same as like playing an instrument or anything and made me like appreciate it a lot more because rather dismissively i used to think like well it's just like moving your body like i can also move my body like i was i would only think about it, like well you know I can move my arm the way they move their arms in, like, this one move. I can move my legs the way that they can also move it. But, like, and maybe, like, like, I could do, like, each of the moves, maybe, like, individually. But, like, after, like, trying to do some of these dances and, like, having to, like, put it all together at the same time, it just, like, really humbled me and showed me, like, this is actually, you know, difficult stuff. Um... So I definitely appreciate dance a lot more, and I love the dance to Yes or Yes. Um, I was trying to learn how to do like the whole thing at some point, but like I have very limited practice space uh, when I was back home, and I've kind of lost the motivation for it now. But I learned the intro at least, um, not uh, the intro from the like narration intro from Mina, but the sort of like pre-first verse bit with Chewie's amazing uh, vocals and stuff. But yeah, I just... Um, yes or Yes was the title track to their sixth mini-album Yes or Yes. Which I, I don't really... I don't like to rank the uh, Twice albums and stuff because... I feel like the more that I listen to them and the more like time passes from listening to each one, they kind of each fulfill like their own function in the sense that they've all got like a unique vibe and sound that is completely sort of like unique to that to that album that you can't really find in any of the other ones. But the Yes or Yes album and especially um the repackage uh, year of Yes, I think to me that's kind of like the the bifurcation point for the evolution of Twice. It's kind of like 
everything that they were previous, like up until that point, and then it kind of foreshadows everything that they've done since then, like really uh, perfectly. So it's definitely got like a lot of my favorite twice tracks on it, like Young and Wild, After Moon, Yes or Yes. And you know that the BS1 Korean version is amazing. And uh, the best thing I ever did is also amazing. Yeah, it's got like a really good like mix of like chill songs and then like the cute twice songs and then like the sort of like not in between cute and glamorous like feel special kind of stuff. So definitely um I say I would recommend that as like a first album if you really want to get into twice. But really you could start anywhere. I would say yes or yes or fancy would be my choices uh, for a first for a first album to listen to. But very, very excited for the new album to come. Uh, the teasers have all been amazing so far. I'm interested to see like how it ties into more and more because it's been sort of like marketed as like the like um continuation of more and more and i didn't really think the music video for more and more had much of a story to be honest it seems to be more of a continuation of a visual style it's like all i can really think that they can do with it so i'll be interested to see uh what actually happens there but without further ado this is yes or yes hey boy look i'm gonna make this simple for you you got two choices. Yes or yes.
What a fantastic song. I hope you all agree. I hope you're all going to go out and listen listen to some more twice and just fill your life with joy because that's what twice does. I think one of the, again, one of the reasons I really like that song is there's like little sort of like transitiony chants like the uh, you better hurry up bits before the uh, for second pre-chorus. And it kind of reminds me of like uh, like DDR, Dance Dance Revolution kind of music. And the whole song kind of has that kind of vibe to it. Which again, I think is part of why I like it so much. But also like uh, the dance is really, really... Um, it's fairly like simple to an extent. Um, but it's a very, very uh, satisfying dance to watch. And if you can like imagine it while you listen to the song, it's kind of like uh, makes it even better. But kind of speaking about um, artists with albums approaching, I've got another one, another one of my favorite artists who has got an album approaching, but we know a lot less about it than we know about um, Eyes Wide Open. Uh, Marina is cooking up her fifth studio album at the moment. Uh, previously, obviously, previously known as Marina and the Diamonds. She came out with Love and Fear back in April 2019. It is so strange to think that it's already been like a year and a half since that album came out. In a very, very short time, it's going to be a year since I went to see her live in Edinburgh, which is just freakishly scary. Um... But yeah, I liked Love and Fear a lot more than I think most Marina and the Diamonds fans did. I'm not entirely sure why so many fans I didn't like it that much. My theory is that uh, people are still kind of stuck on the whole um, sort of like sad music of Electra Heart. And you know they're not at the point in their life yet where they can really appreciate the so like growth and happiness that comes in later stages of life. And um, so I think it's unfair like to expect Marina to still be putting out that kind of music when she's clearly in like such a different place in her life. And I expect like if people didn't like Love and Fear, they probably are not going to like. Uh, the fifth album that much either. Uh, from some of the like teasers and stuff that we've heard, it seems to be going in like a similar kind of direction. So I'm like, I'll listen to Marina until the end of time, until she stops making music. Like, she was the first person that really got me into like listening to new music and stuff, and like listening to music as a hobby. Obviously, that gets much, much more than a hobby for me just now. So Marina is, like, almost, like, incomparable to any other artist that I like, uh, just for, like, like being the first one. The time that I spent listening to her first albums when I first found her, um, there's very few artists that I've had, like, the same kind of uh, special feeling towards. I think... You know, actually, Twice is probably another one that's kind of taken over my life a bit. And maybe Lady Gaga, when I first started getting into her, like, properly, properly back in 2016. But 
just for being the first Marina will always be incredibly special for me. And I don't get to play her on this show as much as I like because her music is not really sort of like um, this kind of like dance PC music, hyperpop kind of sound that I generally like to play on this show. So I'm using the excuse that she's got a new album coming out uh, to talk about her and I'm going to play Radioactive um, since that is probably one of the more sort of like dancey EDM songs that she's put out. Which is interesting because Radioactive was the first single that she released after her debut album um, in 2010. And just thinking like it must have been such a shock for her fans back then to have you know like a fairly sort of like like indie pop it's like pop slash indie rock kind of sound on the family jewels to then go straight into like so the like most contemporary EDM pop sound that there was in 2012 you know I think she's said before that she probably did lose a lot of like fans there but then she also picked up loads of new ones and I think it's those new ones that have kind of stayed on because obviously Electra Heart was like so so influential on a lot of a uh, lot of people. I know Kim Petrus has like professed our love for Electra Heart. Dua Lipa is obviously uh, very fond of Electra Heart. Uh, I will not comment further on Dua Lipa's borderline stealing of the <laughs> Electra Heart character, but. Obviously, I think it came out of a sense of, like, respect more than anything, but it was a bit strange, that whole uh, kerfuffle between between them. And it's a shame that Marina and Charlie XCX kind of seem to have, like, fallen out of being friends. You know, obviously they make very different music um, from each other, so I'm not sure how a collab would really work nowadays. But, you know, they did have a collab back in the day, Just Desserts, which is very strange. And, like, it's a strange song from Arena standards, and it's very strange for me to listen to, like, non-PC music, Charlie XCX. They seem like almost completely different artists to me. But, you know, I'm hoping this uh, new album has... I'll be happy with whatever comes out, but would I would appreciate like uh, Edge that the lyrics had back in like the Family Jewels days, because that is still my favorite album of hers. I think she knows that it's um I think she kind of knows that it's a favorite of a lot of people, or that people still um are quite attached to that album since she said in a couple of interviews back in Love and Fear days about how some of the songs sounded like it and people like really uh, resonated with it with those songs in particular so maybe she's going in that way but sometimes I do wonder if she's kind of going I don't know she posts too much um, Jamila Jamil support for me to be completely confident in um, some of our uh, political values so I am, um, you know, at this point, although Marina is, you no know, like, 
in like a completely different tier of like love than all the other artists I listen to. I don't like rate all of her music as like the best just because you know she means a lot to me. If the album is like rubbish, then you know I'll be disappointed. But I'm still going to listen to it quite a lot, and I'll probably still go and see it live if she's able to tour it and stuff. And I mean, we've still got you know. Uh, the full grey hair for me to look forward to. She's been letting her natural grey hairs grow out, so I'm quite looking forward to, like, Sephiroth Marina come, like, album promo time. I think that'll be... I think I will enjoy that if nobody else does, at least. So, while we're waiting for the album, and this might be, you know, like, one of the last chances I get to play Marina before the album comes out, so I'm going to relish it with one of my, actually... One of my favourite songs of hers, this is Radioactive. Yeah. 
even among the Electra Heart era songs, Radioactive is still quite unique. So I really do like listening to it and showing it off. Uh, it's a shame that it also shares the name with an Imagine Dragon song. And um, I remember once like uh, telling my friends like play it, play I just said like I'll put on Radioactive, and I'm like, what the Imagine Dragons one? I was like, no, like Marina's got a version of that song as well. I was like, oh, is that a cover? I was like, no, it's just like a song called Radioactive. I was like, oh. So it's a shame that I'm going to have to like probably live with that for the rest of my life. Even though the song came out a couple of years before, but I don't know. You can be rest assured that Imagine Dragons will never, ever be played on this show unless something seriously strange happens. And, you know, knowing 2020, that could easily happen. Like, tomorrow, they could drop out, like... Imagine Dragons with 100 Gex. I think I'd be like, I think I'd be forced to play it at that point. But next up, we've got Namasenda. Um, the song I've chosen is Donuts because to me it sounds a lot like Prom Night, and I just wanted to show off, uh, show off that. But also, you know, it's a bit Vocaloid-ish. It's also really catchy. Um. I've seen some comments on YouTube and stuff saying it sounds like Eurobeat music. And I'm not too sure if I would agree that it's like Eurobeat, but it's definitely sort of like... Uh, it's definitely dance music in the same vein as Eurobeat, but to me Eurobeat is like the, you know, running in the 90s kind of style, which this definitely is. Um, I should do a Eurobeat episode at some point, just thinking out loud. That would be cool. Um, it's a shame that Eurobeat hasn't made like a huge influence on like PC music type stuff. You know, like as so like extra and over the top as a hundred gigs is, it's not quite the same as you know like the extraness as some of like Eurobeat's like instrumentals and stuff. Uh, I would really love to see uh, one of the like PC music people or like anyone that I play on this show quite regularly to tackle like. Maybe like a cover of like a Eurobeat song, like Gas 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 or one in the nineties. Um, I did play some of the Disney Eurobeat stuff, uh, last year, which I don't think I'm gonna do again because I've kind of like fallen out of it now. Like it was, I was surprised at how much, uh, playtime I got out of those three albums. Like I found them. You know, back in September last year, and I listened to them basically. That was probably the my most listened to sort of like music between like September and November, which is quite bad. And you consider that it's like basically just like children's party music. But I would some of those uh, remixes I would say I prefer over the original versions. So maybe I will. Uh, at some point I might remind you all of how good the Disney Eurobeat songs are. Um, but for now, this is Namasenda with Donuts. Um, this is easily, I can guarantee if any of the songs that I play tonight are going to get stuck in your head, it's going to be this one. Absolutely no doubt about it. It is just like irresistible. I've been listening to it a lot, like, since I mentioned it on the show last week. And I'm trying to, just, like, pass on, pass on <laughs> this, the 
like virus to you. This song is just so so good. So that was Donuts by Namastenda. I really hope you enjoyed that. Uh, the similarities to um, Prom Night may not be like so clear, but definitely if you listen to Endless Fantasy, uh, Donuts would easily uh, slide in there uh, quite well. Uh, we're coming up close to time, so I'm just going to squeeze in one more song because I want to play as much as possible. So we've got some 100 gecks. This is... Another one of the remixes that was on the Tree of Clues remix album, but it did come out as a single quite a long time before then. And even before it came out as a single, it was teased in a live show uh, before then as well. 
So this is the ringtone remix with Charlie XEX, Rico Nasty, and KKB. Um, ringtone was definitely one of my highlights from A Thousand Gex anyway. The remix, especially with these like this cohort of collaborators, has just elevated it to a new level. All of their verses are really amazing. Um, so definitely, definitely a good song to go on. Oh. It's the only one to know, it's the only one to know oh. My boy's got his own ring 